Whoa, huh? Man, it got me on ten, ten. Whoa, huh? Man, it got me on ten, ten. Whoa, huh? All right. And we are recording. We're live. Okay. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Versus Unlimited. You guys already know how we do this every week. I'm not even going to say I hope your bank account is up because I know that a lot of you got paid last Friday. So with that being said, I hope that you guys are spending your money wisely. Okay. Very wise purchases. Okay. The key is to not blow your check on dumb things, okay? But, of course, always a staple of the pod. We hope that your mental health is up, okay? It's too many people out here self-canceling themselves out of this world because of low mental health. So I hope that you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're growing. I hope that your spirituality is up, okay? That is very important. We all need to believe in something out here, all right? But amen, 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 amen. Turn me up, dog. Turn me up. We hit a pod today, my guy. We hit a pod today. You feel me? I ain't even playing with you niggas today. I look up. We here. Let's go. Episode 17. We warming up with a little bit of music, yeah, man. Yeah, I take my time, nigga. I'm going to take my time, whoa. Power moves only, nigga. <laughs> Boy, I'm about my business on business. I drink liquor on liquor. I had women on women. Yeah, that's bump bad bitches. I done live more than an 80-year-old man still kicking. Cause they live for some moments. And I live for a living. But this for the girls who barely let me get the first base on some ground ball shit. Cause now I run my city on some town hall shit. They praying on my motherfucking downfall, bitch, like a drought. But you gon' get this rain like it's Mayweather. Good music, yay weather. Champagne just tastes better. They told me I never, boy, never say never. Sweat flow special like an infant. First steps, I got paid the reverse debts. Then I finally found a girl that reverse stress. So now I'm talking to the Reaper to reverse death. Yep, so I can kick it with my granddad, take him for a ride. Show him I made something of myself and I just tried. Show him the house I bought the fam, let him tour inside. No matter how far ahead I get, I always feel behind in my mind. But fuck trying and not doing. Cause not doing is something that. Oh, yeah, man, I'm telling you, we're gonna have a good show, man. We're gonna have a good show. Hey, nothing but black Air Force energy right now in this intro. Let's go. The M Big and Pac, bitch, and got ruined. So until I got the same crib, big head in that juicy vid, bitch. I can't motherfucking stop moving. Go against me, you won't stop losing. From the city where every month is made day at home. Spray a dome. Niggas get sprayed up like AK was cologne for a paycheck alone. Yeah, I know that shit ain't fair. They say Detroit ain't got a chance. We ain't even got a mirror. You write your name with a sharpie. I write mine in stone. I knew the world was for the taking and wouldn't take long. We on trying to be better than everybody that's better than everybody. Rep Detroit, everybody. Detroit versus everybody. I'm so fucking first class. I can spit up on every pilot. The city's my metropolis. Feel it is metabolic. And I'm over niggas saying they the hottest niggas. Then run to the hottest niggas just to stay hot. I'm one of the hottest because I flame drop. Drop fire. And not because I'm name dropping. Hall of Fame dropping And I ain't taking shit from nobody unless they OGs Cause that ain't the way of an OG So I G-O collect mojis Every dollar never changed though I'm just a new version of old me Forever hot-headed but never got cold feet Got up in the game, won't look back at my old seats Click so deep, we take up the whole street I need a bitch so bad that she take up my whole week Shonda. Oh man, you already know what's up It's time for 
Kendrick, man. I'll tell you, man. I swear, man. He shook the streets with this one. Oh, man. All right, y'all ready? Miscellaneous minds, never explaining the minds. Devilish grin for my alias, aliens in response. Peddling sin, thinking maybe when you get old, you realize I'm not gonna fold the demise. I don't smoke crack, motherfucker, I sell it Bitch, everything I rap is a quarter piece to your melon So if you have a relapse, just relax and pop in my disc Don't you pop me the fucking pill, I'ma pop you, then give you this Tell Flex to drop a bomb on this shit So many bombs win the alarm like Vietnam on this shit So many bombs make Farrakhan think that's a dime in this bitch One at a time, I line them up and bomb on their mom when she watching the kids I'm in a destruction mode if the gold exists I'm impotent like the Pope, I'm a Muslim on poke I'm Machiavelli's offspring, I'm the king of New York King of the coast, one hand I juggle them both The juggernauts all in your juggler, you take me for jokes Live in the basement, church pews and funeral faces Cardio bracelets, for my women friends I'm in Vegas Who the fuck y'all thought it's supposed to be? If Phil Jackson came back, still no coaching me I'm uncoachable, I'm unsociable Fuck y'all clubs, fuck y'all bitches Show Instagram, get gobble these nuts Gobble a dick up to you, hook up my bitch Call me corrupt. This the same flow that put the rap game on the crutch. Yes, 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 yes. I see niggas transform like villain Decepticons. Molly's probably turn these niggas to fucking Lindsay Lohan. A bunch of rich ass white girls looking for parties. Playing with Barbies. Wreck the push before you give them the car key. Judge me to the monarchy. Blessings to Paul McCartney. You call me a black beetle. I'm either dead or. Oh, yeah, we starting too soon. We are starting real soon. I mean, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let me stop interrupting. With the fan of Elvis, I'm aiming straight for your pelvis. You can't stomach me. You plan on stumping me. Bitch, I've been jumping for you. Put a gun on me. Bitch, I put one on yours. I'm shining. Kind James Bonnet with none of you niggas climbing 100 mil in front of me And I'm gonna get it even if you're in the way And if you're in it, better run for peace sake I heard the barbershops being great debates all the time About who's the best MC, Kendrick, Jigger, and Nas Eminem, Andre 3000, the rest of y'all New niggas, just new niggas, don't get involved And I ain't rocking no more designer shit White tees and Nike Cortez, this red Corvette's anonymous I'm usually homeboys with the same niggas I'm rhyming with But this is hip-hop and them niggas should know what time it is And that goes for Jermaine Cole, Big Crit Wale Pusha T, Meek Mills, ASAP Rocky, Drake Big Sean, J Electron, Tyler McMiller I got love for you all, but I'm trying to murder you niggas Trying to make sure your core fans never heard of you niggas They don't want to hear not one more noun or verb from you niggas What is competition? I'm trying to raise the bar high Who trying to jump and get it? You're a better off trying to skydive Out the exit window of 5G5s with 5 grand With your granddad as the pilot He drunk as fuck trying to land with a handful of arthritis And popping prosthetic leg bumping pock in the cockpit So the shit that pops in his head is an option of violence Someone heard the story Wait, where the hell? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Where the hell my claps at? Where is our applause? Where? Wait, what the hell? Okay, so something happened. I don't I don't know what the hell happened, but man, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Versus Unlimited. Man, you already know what it is, man. That right there was control right there. And really honestly, I wanted to play it for Kendrick verse, but I didn't want to disrespect Big Sean because I mean it is his song, but Kendrick completely snatched that and took that to another stratosphere. And uh man. Man, that is that is crazy. That's when he became King Kendrick. No, for real right there, man. Um, wow, I'm really sad that we did not get our applause. I, I don't know what the hell happened. 
to it. What? What? Wow. Okay. But whatever. We're not even going to hang on it. But yes. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 17. Episode 17, man. We are rolling. It feels good back. Feels good to be back on the pod. I mean, excuse me. I can't talk sometimes. But yeah, man. Let's talk about Big Sean for a second, though. Let's stay on him for a second here. Big Sean. Man, I'm actually a fan of Big Sean. You know, I'm actually a fan. I've actually always liked Big Sean, and I always never understood why he was so underrated, right? I never really understood why he was in the position where he was at, and he was always fighting for his respect because, you know, we talk about Drake, we talk about Kendrick, we talk about J. Cole, you know, the Holy Trinity, the Mount Rushmore, of the last past decade of premium art okay premium artistry premium lyricists premium guys who can command the microphone right that's that's what we have been talking about that three but who's also in that class you know wale big sean um got a couple of guys like meek mill you know, it's 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 a names in there that are impactful names, but not as big as those three, right? And Big Sean, he's an interesting case, man. He's a very interesting case. Uh, like I said, because I am a a fan of him in his work, but I also did have the criticism is that I think the thing that held him back though, because the dude can speak and spit, the dude has bars, the, the guy can rap his ass off. You know, there's no doubting that no one can ever say that Big Sean doesn't know how to rap and rap his ass off when he hops on tracks. But for whatever reason, and and I know the reason, I don't know, but for whatever reason, people just didn't really give him the respect that, you know, he's kind of owed. And I've always figured that personally for me, I knew and, and even though I was a fan of him. You know, even though he had a lot of really good singles, but he was never good at making albums. That's kind of, I think, personally for me, where I could just not put him in that stratosphere of a J. Cole, Kendrick or Drake is that, God, he just he just could never really put together cohesive, good projects. Right. And his only definitively good project his best project in my personal opinion okay don't kill me don't kill me okay this is this is just my opinion and my personal belief all right so don't 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 kill you boy but i i uh truly believe that uh dark sky paradise was his best work by far okay it is his best album um, his best cohesive album, um, where it just sounds good from from start to finish. I don't think there's really uh, a throwaway track on that project. Um, so you know, and I, I that's kind of really honestly the only Big Sean project that I ever really bother returning to uh, to listen to it. And like I said, he's always had really good singles, but just never really. Uh, did very well in in the project category and absolutely that can undermine any artist like 
as far as reaching your true potential, uh, as far as success in the music industry, it, it's that, yeah, just being a person who has good singles is not enough, you know, to to get the the nod from music fans. You know, especially in rap, it's like, yo, you have to have good albums, man. Like, singles are not enough. You have to have good albums, you know. But um, also, though, I have to share this. I did discover, like, I've just, yo, <laughs> guys, I've discovered a lot of shit about a lot of artists. Because, I, again, I'm one of those people that consume music absolutely in my bubble. I don't go to forums or Reddit or whatever to discuss any of my music likes with other people. I don't give a damn about what other people think about an artist that I like. I don't care. I, if they put out an album and I like it, I like it. I don't discuss it. But I know a lot of people go and they discuss albums and all that other stuff. So, But I don't. I don't even invite other people's energy into my music consumption process. But yeah, man, I have, I, have, I have also discovered the narrative that, yeah, for the longest time, I did not know that people have dubbed and labeled Big Sean top three most corniest rapper of, of all time, or at least of this generation. I did not know that, dude. I did not. I knew that he didn't get the respect that he probably does deserve because he does have the skills, the ability you know, as 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 a as a as a spitter, as 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 a wordsmith, but wow, like wow, I did not know. It's also because people think he's super corny, and and now that I think about it, he does have some lines. Okay, he does have some some weak lines, a lot more weak lines than than I guess we can can uh, give him credit for, and um, yeah, you know, I, I guess I mean I never. I mean, I knew he was missing something, but I didn't know that it was him being corny. And I still even discovering that I don't really think that he's corny. Um, I never associated him with corny. I don't know. Maybe that makes me a corny nigga. I, I, don't, I don't know. But I mean, other than that, though, yeah, I did not know that. Like <laughs> that people collectively and, and just the general consensus consensus thinks that, yeah, like Big Sean is just a corny rapper. I mean, beyond that take. I just think that he fell, she's fallen short with his discography because he doesn't have a strong discography and why he's fallen short as far as being put onto a different plateau, as far as being regarded as a top MC, because he just, he just doesn't have enough cohesive, good projects and doesn't deliver consistently with albums. And on top of that, I think he's just, he's just never penetrated beyond surface level bars i think i think you know it's like he can rap his ass off but i don't think he's ever like really scratched the surface or scratched beyond the surface or broke beyond the surface you know as far as his his content in his music um and i think dark sky paradise why i like it so much is because he actually got the closest to that with that project um so that's why i kind of regard it as like just my favorite big sean album and it's kind of like the only big sean album i actually bother to even like remember and want to 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 go back to because i think it's just his content in that particular project was just like you know i think that was his best right and i think that was like 
peak, peak, um, Big Sean. But yeah, man. But man, control, control, man. You, you could just, you could just tell the difference uh, between Big Sean's verse and Kendrick's verse, and um, and you can hear why Kendrick just completely engulfed that that track well for one i mean i think his one i think his verse was longer than big sean's and big sean had already had a long verse and i think kendrick like took up like a good two and a half minutes of that because i think i think big sean went like two minutes and he went like two and a half to damn near three minutes almost and um yeah just left jay electronica like a good just I don't know, maybe like a minute and something at the end, because Kendrick just pretty much a majority of the middle of the freaking song. But man, man, just that delivery, the difference of delivery, vocal presence, all that stuff. You could just tell it's just like, wow, it's just like, ooh, you know, crazy, man, freaking crazy. But it was shout out to Big Sean, man. I, 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 like I said, I'm a fan. Um, just wish he would make another or at least not make another dark sky paradise i just wish that he would have kept i don't know going into that place or being able to bring that same amount of like content that he did in his uh music with dark sky paradise into his like um later projects but you know still a fan still a fan dude is dude is dude is, dude is great so not trying to take any away from him and i don't think he's corny again i could just be a corny nigga but anyway though Man, I wish that we could start the pod off. I wish we could start the pod off on a better note here, diving into our our uh kind of bulk of this episode. Damn, man. So going over my past activities this weekend, one of them was uh watching one of my favorite fighters lose his belt. And that is Israel Adasonia, okay, and that is UFC MMA. If anybody who watches uh, UFC MMA, you know who I'm talking about. For you know, for the people that don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about you know UFC. And um, man, Israel Adasonia lost his belt Saturday night, and uh, God, he lost it to Alex uh, Pereira. I, I believe that I uh, pronounced that correctly, but. Alex, Alex Pereira. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I could be butchering it. But anyway, though. But yeah, man. An old time, I guess you can say rival of his. The only guy to knock him out um, in his kickboxing career as before he uh, made the jump to MMA. Um, so the only guy to beat, I think, beat him like twice in kickboxing and now he is the only guy to have beaten him in the middleweight division in the UFC and god damn it I am I'm shook man I'm shook I'm shook um man it's it's so it's so sad because he had that fight won if it went to the judges like I knew that he had the fight won. He was ahead in the cards with no shadow of a doubt because um because of his his groundwork, you know. Um I think they were about even on the feet, you know, on feet and striking, even though the stats kind of showed that he kind of edged him, you know, Isri Isiro Adesonia, he 
edged him a little bit more over. So I think that he would have won that in his favor as well as far as striking, looking at the stats. But, um, man, and his groundwork. So he had the fight won, but, God, this this Alex uh, Pereira dude, man, this dude, he just has power, bro. And just that's the thing about the fight game, man. And, and it's not that I'm upset. Look, it's not that I'm upset because he lost. Because I know eventually Izzy was going to lose, man. Eventually he was because this is MMA, bro. You know, this is not boxing. Um, no, no, like diss to boxing, but this is not, this is not boxing. Boxing is, is like, you see more fighters. If you watch boxing, they hold on to their belts a lot longer than MMA fighters do in the UFC because of the nature of MMA, because MMA, like you, it just, people have so many weapons available to them. You know, um, boxers, it's just your hands. Your hands is the only weapon that you're allowed to use in boxing. So, you know, and the gloves are a lot, you know, cush more cushion around those fists in boxing. So when you have those factors, you know, it's just the the, the factors and the elements of the two different sports. They, it just that's why you see a different um, like turnaround. When it comes to belts, you know, in boxing, you don't hear a lot of uh, boxers, you know, belts switching hands like that, you know, not at the the turnaround rate of the M MMA and UFC. So, you know, UFC, somebody can win a belt and then they could they easily lose it the next fight, their next defense, you know, because it's just, yo, know, it's hands, feet, elbows, knees, okay, and shoulders, Okay, depending on what angle you're at, but shoulders are a weapon too. You know, ninety nine percent of your body is a fucking allowed weapon in MMA. So you get knocked out multiple ways. The gloves are different. You know, it's just four ounce gloves, barely really any padding like that. So, yo, know, like you're feeling more of the fist way more than boxing. That's why boxing got twelve rounds and. The UFC, that shit only go to five rounds max, you know, for championship fights because, man, it's just, you know, there's wrestling. There's it's just so much stuff. There's no way that MMA fighters can last a 12 round uh, match, you know, in MMA. That's just it's just too much going on. They will be dead. You know, they're exhausted by the fifth round, you know. So but anyway, though. Pretty much, yeah. Israel lost his lost his uh, belt, unfortunately. And again, like I said, I knew he was gonna lose it at some point, but it's just the fact that he lost it to this guy. It's just like ah, because it was just for the longest time, people were hyping this dude up and just like, oh, he's coming for you, Izzy. Blah blah blah. blah. He's the only guy that knocked out Israel Adesanya, and I'm just like, man, that was a long time ago. That was kickboxing. This is a different sport. And again, Izzy had the fight won easily. He easily bested him. He dominated him on the ground, ground control, all that stuff. Izzy showed that he was the more all-around fighter. But unfortunately, though, yeah, man, like I said earlier, this guy has, like, mean knockout power, bro. That just makes other, like, Sorry, I just love my train, train of thought. Not other, but when a when a fighter has 
like knockout power. Like he got that, you know, he's got that uh, read you a bedtime story power, which means good night. Okay, he can put you out, lights out. Okay, it's time to go to sleep. When when fighters got that kind of power in their hands, bro, it's just the ultimate equalizer. It doesn't matter at what point the fight it, that the fight is at. You could be at the last like 10 seconds of a fight and you could have dominated a fighter that entire fight. But if they got that one punch knockout power, that shit that can send you to the moon. All right. They could change the fate of the fight in those 10 seconds easily. Just two clean shots, two clean, good, stiff shots from somebody who's got hands like a fucking brick is just, yo, you'll go from winning to losing real quick. And uh, yeah, man, that's what happened in this fight with Izzy, man, you know, and and I think Izzy just made a really grave error. Um, I just, I don't know why he was, I don't know why he chose to like let this guy corner him and have him at his back on the fence and just try to dodge those shots. I don't know why he just didn't like run, you know, and I know how that sounds, but dude, it's just like, you got the fight one. I think he beat, I think he bested him in the kickboxing and the striking area. He definitely dominated him on the ground. Um, with ground control and everything. I don't know why he didn't just like run away, you know, you know, touch him up, keep his distance, you know what I'm saying? But God, man, like I said, he had this fight one, but this dude got fucking hands for for he got cinder blocks for freaking hands. And so Izzy took like a couple of shots. And he just, you could tell he was stunned on the fence. And again, I don't know why he put his back to the fence like that. But um, yeah, man, this guy got a couple of good old clean shots and he just started unloading. And because he knew he lost his corner, Alex Pereira, his corner told him like, yo, you got to knock him out. You are definitely losing this fight. We, everybody knew he was losing the fight. If it goes to the judges, it's over. But yeah, he started unloading, man, and Izzy made the mistake of letting him corn cut off the octagon and had him at his back on the fence. And it's just, yeah, that power came in. Izzy was was rocked. And um, I don't know. I don't want to say a controversial stoppage. I don't because Izzy was definitely in danger, but it's kind of like one of those situations where I don't know, man, half of me is like the referee was doing his job. And then the other half of me is like, ah, if you just gave him like, I don't know, five more seconds, five more seconds, maybe eight more seconds to just kind of see like how, if Izzy's going to hit the floor, because I mean, Izzy, I don't know what was really happening. Izzy's head was kind of like going down and and Alex Pereira was just he was just unloading on him. And it's just like, I just don't know if like I just I just wish part of me just wish that the, the ref would have let it play out. But then again, it's like, yo, he's trying to protect the fighters at the end of the day because you don't want anybody to sustain any like irreversible uh, brain damage. So I understand it on both ends, but it's just like, damn, man. So this was tough. My heart was broken. This sucks. I thought I really would have hoped that he would have beat beat this guy and and quiet everybody. And that would have been a phenomenal like thing to add to his legacy in the UFC. 
um, and to beat that guy. But he, and he had him beat, but you know, hey man, that's the fight game. You just you just never know. The tides can turn. Things can happen at at a split second. So yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I've never seen anybody uh press Izzy like that. Uh have him playing defensively, but this guy had power. He's not the first guy that Izzy's fought that had power, but I get he's but he's never fought a guy in the UFC who has that power. And is also evenly matched up with them, like, body-wise. Like, this guy, you know, him and Alex Pereira, they're, like, the same height, pretty much. So he's just as lanky. So, you know, and that's always played in Izzy's favor, where he was just, you know, he was he's tall. He was always the tallest fighter against his opponent and always, like, lanky. So he had the length. He had the length, the reach, and and to to play the outside, but you know to have somebody the same, you know, it was an even even match, you know, physically. So ah, man, it was tough. It was tough. Hurt. It hurt my soul, man. It hurt me. It hurt my little heart. God damn it. So I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching UFC for a while because I've just never been this emotionally invested in a fighter before, like Izzy, because I love I love that guy. He's like the the fucking Nigerian African like Muhammad Ali. Uh but it's just yeah. Sucks. Sucks that he went down like that. <sighs> Sucks, man. Fuck. Thank God I'm not a betting man. I'd be I'll be double hurt. All right. I'll be crying like a lot of motherfuckers out here who probably betted on that fight. But anyway, though, moving on from that, hopefully there is a redemption arc for my boy, man, for my guy. But Man, ladies, 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 ladies. Let me let me talk to you. All right. Let's let's talk. Let's talk for a second. Let's talk about some relationship stuff. Um, I'm a happily uh in a relationship man, okay? Now happily taken man. I'm off the market, been off the market for the last three years. And uh I love it. But every now and then. Yeah, man, some of this relationship stuff just pops up and I just want to talk about it. But ladies, I got to talk to you. We got to talk. Got to talk about uh, Instagram and uh, risque pictures, okay, while you're in a relationship. Now, a lot of people are in this dynamic, you know, and especially in my age group. Like, you know, if you're a guy, this is kind of like just a, a, a thing that is a circumstance that you just have to deal with. When you're a guy in this age group, in this day and age, you know, when you're dating a very attractive woman or an attractive woman, you know, nine times out of 10, she wants to take pictures and put them on Instagram. You know, a lot of women these days, they want to dress uh, in a certain way. They want to feel sexy. Okay. They want to feel like little sex kittens and stuff. And they want to, you know, flaunt what they got so they can make themselves feel good and all that stuff and like i said unfortunately a lot of those outfits a lot of those pictures they make it onto the gram you know for for you know other people to see and that's a very tough dynamic for a guy to be in because I, you gotta tread lightly with that right you gotta tread lightly with that because man a lot of women especially american women they don't want to be told what to do. And if any kind of way, shape, or form, a woman ever feels like you're trying to tell her what to do, like you're her father, oh, you're you're out of there, buddy. Okay? It's a wrap. Okay? You're done. Okay? She is going to dump you and stop dealing with you. 
you know, you know, unless you're like rich and handsome and like you built like the rock, you know, she'll she might deal with it a little bit, you know. But for you average niggas, okay, like myself, you average niggas, all right, us average dudes, we 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 just gotta deal with it, bro. We just gotta deal with it, man. Gotta kind of deal with it and tread lightly because um mm. Man, she yeah, women are not going to deal with that. But I do have a video right here that I do want to like uh react to a little bit. It's just a part of a video, a little clip here um that we do have here about this uh specific thing. Okay, so let's get right here and yeah, so we got it queued up right here and we are going to react to it uh because yeah this is a part of the segment here so here we go hopefully the audio is actually working this time because last time we did this i absolutely dropped the ball on the audio so let me double check here okay it's up all right here we go but i have a question mm -hmm. how would your ex your most recent one describe you she would probably say i'm caring on the bad side she'd probably say that she would say I'm controlling, but the only reason why she would say that is because mm -hmm. she uh, posts very explicit pictures on Instagram. And I was like, you know, I understand that you're happy with your body and I support you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, can we like dial it back just a little bit? Okay. And she didn't like that. Mm. First of all, first of all, mm. I don't know if those are contacts. All right. Uh -uh. I don't know what those are contacts, but uh, shout out to black women. Okay. Right. <laughs> man, this is a beautiful black woman. She got it. She got it, man. God, man. All right. But hey, let's not get confused here. I am a happily, okay, happily taken man. Okay. But I got to, I got to, I got to show appreciation when I, I, I got to, when a beautiful black woman is in my presence. God damn it. She look good. Okay. Here we go. Interesting. Wow. Oh shit. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. We gotta bring that back. Oh, hold on. Did she was she about to hit the button? And for people who don't understand what the button is, the, the button is, you know, you're eliminating people. Okay, you know, if you don't want to talk to them, you know, you, you get a chance to kind of get feel the vibe for like a good minute or two, and then the button turns red, it gives you a chance to eliminate them and they you know, each get to decide who eliminates who, you know, if they're not feeling the vibe. So, but damn, she kind of hesitated. Didn't I? Support you, mm -hmm. but at the same time, can we like dial it back just a little bit? Okay. And she didn't like that. Interesting. Oh my wow, God, bro, that hand button. lifted. No, I got scared. Bro, that hand definitely lifted up. Oh man, let's hear what she got to say. She said she got scared. What's she saying? I swear. <laughs> Okay. To defend her, she didn't press the button. You didn't. I didn't, and I've been pressing it. <laughs> I have. Been oh, I've been, it. I've been seeing the cycle. Mm -hmm. Do you think you two would be interested in going on a second date? I'd be interested in going on a second date. <laughs> I too would be interested in going on a second date. <laughs> you seem like you actually mean it when you say like you're a very caring person. Sometimes you care too much, and you kind of seem like you're really putting yourself out there. Like you're not really holding back, and I really like that. I admire that. Your smile, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, I'm gonna light up one more time. 
Okay. You don't press me, you win the button. I'm not even gonna look at it, so if you hit it. Oh! Ah! Damn, son! Okay, for the people at home, which you, pro you probably heard, you probably heard that for the people that that's listening to the audio, but y'all seen that right here on the video, but yo, she hit the button after she said, after she said, I will go on a second day with you. Damn, that's, that is tough, son. Well, she changed her mind. Look at her face. Look at her freaking face. She's smiling. She's just smiling, bro. This is the perfect pause. Like, what you... Oh, my God, man. She's just like, nope. Dodging a bullet. Dodging a bullet here. Oh, damn. Why'd you reject me? I don't know. I just couldn't get over the little, like, thing that you were talking about with your ex. I kind of do like to post freely. I don't like anybody to hold me back. That was kind of my issue with my last relationship. So mm, listen here, baby. Listen, listen, here. listen here, my baby. Okay, listen here. That's going to continue to be your issue in, in your next relationship and your relationship after that. Okay. That's always going to be a problem. And I say that because a lot of men are never not going to have an issue with you posting certain things like, you know, just because you want to, to, to live your life. Okay. Let me, hold on. Let me back up. Let me back up. I'm, I'm kind of getting off. You yes, you can absolutely do what you want. You can live um uh, on autonomously. Okay, you can. But there is consequences to that. And I think that's what a lot of women don't understand. You can do what you want. You but there is going to be consequences. There are going to be um an a domino effect for every type of decision you make. You know, and a lot of men are not going to deal with women feeling like oh i don't need to take any kind of compromises or any kind of like um any type of uh consideration for my partner and how what i'm posting is making them feel it's like it's like you know she, her she has this attitude of oh you know it's either my way or the highway deal with it this ain't changing okay there's no compromise with this and i just not a good area to make a no compromise zone you know with the pose because no man is not gonna have an issue unless he's just a complete weirdo and doesn't really care and he's he's into that whole you know you know he, he's into you know getting cucked and you know he he wants to watch you you know get did by other dudes then yeah it'll be totally fine you get with those kind of weirdo dudes but yeah, for most normal functioning men who are not into all that kinky shit, okay, it's always going to be an issue um, because, man, yes, we like, we like them cakes. I like me cakes, okay? I like a lot of cupcakes. I like that pound cake. I like those lips, and I ain't talking about the lips on your face, baby, okay? I like those lips, all right? I like the softness, okay? I like that you smooth, a shea butter baby. I liked all of that. I like the way your booty look when it's in those tight dresses or how it is in those bathing suits. And I like the way your cleavage look, you know, especially when the poom poom be fat. You feel me? I, I, I love all that. Love it. But uh, for that to be shared to the world. No, I don't like that. 
don't like it don't enjoy it don't want to like you know let's let's scale some of that back a little bit because goddamn can something be reserved for me you know and that's every man's thought process you know a reasonable man you know i mean like it's not and i think in a lot of women mix that as controlling but it's it's not you know but most women don't want to compromise in that area so it's always going to be a problem so as much as I like everything else in the conversation and I really wanted it to work, I just don't want to be in another situation where I feel like I'm held back at all. I'm really sorry. So you want to do what you want to do and you're going to remain single as beautiful as you are, ma'am. Okay. And again, let's back that up. Let's, let's back that up. I don't know. I don't know if those are contacts. I don't know. But damn it, you looking good. But yeah, man, yes, you're going to be single for the rest of your life. Have fun having struggles with your relationships in the future, because you got to be willing to compromise. That's all a relationship is, people. That's all marriage is. It's a one big fat compromise, man. You know, like you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You know, you, you got to leave some of that cake on the table. You ain't you can't take the whole cake. You got to leave some pieces of the cake back on the table because that's what happens when you become a unit and you come together with a person. You know, that's uh, that's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Um, You don't get everything that you want, how you want it, when you want it in your way then you're never going to have a successful relationship. You know, you're going to have to take some L's and you shouldn't even be looking that at them as L's. You just look at it as, yo, I'm just trying to have a health, happy, healthy relationship. And I just want my partner to, to feel secure. And that's all it is, is that in a relationship, you have to do certain things to make your partner feel secure. Of course, within reason, Right. It's, it's got to be in, in reason. It can't be, you know, something that where you're sacrificing so much of yourself that you're really not happy. That's where that's a problem. That's that's where that's not even, uh, you know. It's a uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, valid. Right. But yeah, man, absolutely. You got to make compromises, man. And that's I think that's a problem with a lot of modern women today is uh they're not willing to make compromises they're not willing to to really do what's necessary to be in a relationship because you absolutely cannot be in a relationship and expect to be able to do whatever the hell you want and and that's just a red flag for me as a man to be honest if we're gonna like just keep it a whole hundo and a half up in this bitch okay that's a red flag for me okay and i think dude dodged the bullet man because you don't want no woman that has no consideration for you and she she's that selfish because that's some selfish that's a selfish red flag that's a big fat ass red flag man so i mean my baby i'm gonna be honest with you you just you're not really relationship material and you probably don't never need to be in one until you grow up because that's pretty immature man that's pretty immature you know but yeah man it's just like no like again no man is gonna have uh a regular man again who's not into that all that kinky shit um and a man that cares about the woman he's with yo it's just like 
yeah, I would like some of that poom poom, some of that cleavage, some of that, you know what I'm saying, that pound cake, you know what I'm saying, some of that, that hump, them lumps. I would like some of that to be reserved for me because, I mean, you are with me. You're not with in a relationship with Instagram. You're not in a relationship with your followers. You're in a relationship with me. So, I mean, yeah, like, and it's vice versa, you know, like, yeah, you, you got to reserve some of that sexiness uh and and all of that um sex appealing your sex kitten you kind of gotta save some of the sex kitten for the man that you're in a relationship with you know or the woman that you're in a relationship with but uh yeah man yeah that's just kind of how i i feel about it um you know and uh yeah this is the same thing that that me me and mrs versus we have we have these these type of discussions or had this type of discussion is kind of established at this point um yeah she knows that i i'm okay with her dressing certain ways even though she doesn't really do anything raunchy she ain't really out there like that she you know she dresses pretty classy classy sexy um and I like, I like, you know, I like make her feeling like she's sexy. Like I'm, I want to empower that. I'm not trying to be in the way of that. But okay, I am going to draw the line at a lot of shit that, um, yeah, I don't want to f- just to be out for public view, you know. So even though she doesn't push it that way, and sometimes she kind of, there's been times that she has. I ain't gonna lie, well, sometimes that she has. But hey. There, you have to, you have to make compromises in a relationship, man. You know, I'm, I'm, and you got to make your partner feel comfortable. If you're not willing to do that, you're not willing to make this tiny sacrifice, like Instagram, okay, and your Instagram post and not posting your boom boom when you feel like it. Well, listen, me girl, listen, me girl, you're gonna be single for the rest of your life. You're gonna continue to have issues, you know, it's with that attitude. So, yeah. Yes, ladies, please. And men, please. Hey, y'all got to be considerate to your partners, man. You can't just be out here trying to do what you want. But yeah, I wanted to react to that, that, that little, that little piece right there about that. Cause I thought that was interesting. I saw that and I wanted to bring that to the pod, but moving on, moving on. God damn it, man. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Now, you guys may or may not know, I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan, okay? I love this nigga. All right, I love Dave Chappelle. He is absolutely top three all-time comedian and just speaker, okay? You know, like, he's just so well-spoken, great storyteller. I think one of the best of all time storytellers, you know? This guy is just phenomenal, right? He should be protected at all times. But damn, man, Dave Chappelle, he sure loves getting a kick out of pissing people off, bro. Because, man, he's back in some hot water again. Man, he can't stay stay out of trouble. But now, our favorite comedian that uh, white Americans and liberals love to hate, he's back. And better than ever. I'm surprised that they even let him on SNL. That's actually really interesting. Um, But yeah, you guys may or may have not heard. SNL had Dave Chappelle hosting an episode or their last episode. And um, yeah, he did a monologue 
that has found himself in a hot water because it's just on brand and on theme to what's going on with a lot of black men or important black men as of late is uh yeah they're attacking him and saying that oh yeah ah they're trying to slap him with the anti-semitic label here we go again fuck we were just talking about Kyrie in the last pod but here we are again with Dave Chappelle, man. So we're going to look at his monologue and we're going to kind of react to it a little bit. And um, yeah, man, get get a uh, feel, get a feel for what exactly is going on. I haven't watched this. I haven't uh, pre-watched it. I don't know what he said. Um, so we'll see what the, the big fuss is about, man. A brief statement that I prepared. I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, I've probably been doing this uh, 35 years now. And early in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence. And those words are the and juice. <laughs> never heard someone do good after they said that. <laughs> Kanye's gotten into some scrapes before. Normally when, he, when he's in trouble, I pull up, I pull up immediately. But this time I was like, you know what? Uh, let me see what's gonna happen first. I just wanna see. I just wanna see where this is all going. <laughs> I can't even remember how it started. Vaguely, I remember it started with a tweet, strange tweet. It was like, um, I'm feeling a little sleepy. I'm gonna give me some rest, but when I wake up, I'm gonna go DEFCON 3. <laughs> on the Jews. <laughs> and then he just went to bed. <laughs> I was <laughs> Okay, hold on, man. I'm laughing my ass off. Okay, yo, so far, so far, I don't see what the problem is. Like I I don't see what the issue is. I I don't I don't know what the fuck they're talking about here. Um but let, let's keep let's let, let's keep going, man. Was up all night worried. What is he going to do? I grew up around Jewish people. I have a lot of Jewish friends. So I'm not freaked out by your culture. I know a little bit about it just from hanging around. I'd be like, yo, yo, let's go out after school tomorrow. They'd be like, we can't go out. It's Sha'na'na tomorrow. I'd be like, where? <laughs> what is Sha'na'na? I had so many questions. Why do some of your people dress like Run DMC? <laughs> Kanye woke up from that nap, he went right to work. <laughs> a year ago, I'd seen him on a podcast called Drink Champs. Well, great show. Uh, and, and it was it was an amazing appearance. Uh, Noriega and them were there, the rappers that I love, and they all had their gold chains and stuff on. And uh, Kanye said, 
only millionaires wear chains. They said, what? He said, I'm a billionaire. Billionaires don't wear their money on their body. I tucked my chain and I said, oh, snap. <laughs> it was good parents. It was fun and funny. But when he woke up, he went on Drink Champs again. This time, he was on one. He was mad about something. He said, I can say anti-Semitic things. And Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Adidas dropped that nigga immediately. <laughs> Yo, okay. All right, man. Uh, okay. I think, we, I think we've heard enough. Uh, yeah. I think we heard enough, man. So there you go. There you go. And again, you you guys can uh, react to the whole thing um, on your own time. You know, the whole model 15 minute monologue is on uh, not Comedy Central or SNL's uh, YouTube channel. So you guys can go see the whole thing. But yeah, now because of a really good monologue, they're trying to slap Dave Chappelle with the anti-Semitic label. Here we go again. What is this? Round three of trying to cancel Dave Chappelle? Ugh, man. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, damn. Wow. Wow, guys. Real subtle. Good job. Good job. You're being really, really, really subtle with the fact that you're just trying to cancel Dave Chappelle again because we know you you know we know you guys don't like him. And when I say you guys, I'm talking about they. When I'm saying they, I'm talking about the powers that be that hates a black man that speaks his truth in all times. Yo, white America, corporate America, white corporate America, there you go. Historically hates Dave Chappelle. We know this because he's a nigga that cannot be bought. And white corporate America hates that shit. <laughs> That's for a fact. They hate that. Boy, I know when he because when he turned down that 50 million from Comedy Central, he's and they said, what? How dare he? Can he do that? Can this black man really do that? Wait, we can't buy this nigga? Oh my God. Like, bro, ever since he did that, Dave Chappelle proved that, yeah, fuck you. You know, just fuck you. Fuck, fuck, fuck you, corporations. Y'all can't buy me, man. Y'all can't do nothing to me. Okay. All right. I'm going to do what I want to do. And have proven that, yo, you don't need these companies when you're great. Okay. When you're great, I have to, I have to make that very, very clear. When you are great and you have the support of the people, okay, when the people choose you at this, as the people's champ, you don't need these corporations and you can live, you know? Um, and he's proven that. Dave Chappelle's proven. Dave Chappelle's a, been a target, okay? He's been a target. We've seen him in his last two specials, okay? With the whole trans thing, they tried to get him then. And you know what he said? He said, fuck Twitter, because Twitter's not a real place. Because it's not. 
So they try to cancel him. Then they try to get him uh, canceled by Netflix. You know, they try to get rid of him at Netflix. And Netflix was like, nah, we rocking with Dave. You know, um, those people were angry because he did. Like he, the people were angry because his old school, I think it was like his high school performance arts, uh, high school, I do believe he went to, he did a speaking engagement there and, and in honor of them trying to name the school after him, but he changed his mind and let them name the school after somebody else that he has, um, you know, admiration for, I, I forget again, forget, you know, what, uh, who the person name was but um yeah people were pissed that they were going to name the school after him and he spoke about that and yo people had like people just hate dave Chappelle, or you know i would have to say white america hates dave Chappelle because dave Chappelle says what he wants he refuses to be politically uh correct you know he refused to conform and and turn into some fucking puppet you know, he's a nigga that doesn't kneel and they hate that. So it's not surprising to me. And bro, we can see this from a mile away. Y'all hate Dave Chappelle. We we know you do because he can't be bought. He can't be controlled. Not like these NBA players, like we said in the last podcast, he can't be controlled like these NBA players. He can't be controlled like these, these NFL players, these entities. Y'all can't do nothing to Dave Chappelle. So here we are again. It's like, oh, anti-Semitic, because that's just the theme, right? That's the theme. We got Kanye. We got Kyrie. This is our chance to get Dave Chappelle. Let's get him. Let's get him. Anti-Semitic. Because that's the that's that's what's what's popping right now. That's the trend, you know. Attack important black men with uh with the anti-Semitic label. This should be enough to get him canceled, right? This could be the one right here. But we got to remember comedy is dead. We know comedy is dead in uh, modern times because you got weirdos that have destroyed the whole entire concept of what comedy is and what comedy means. Okay. People have effectively sucked the fun out of a lot of things. And comedy, unfortunately, has been one of the victims of uh, this very modern uh, idealism that has uh, infected a lot of people's brains today. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, um, Dave Chappelle, man, he should be protected at all times. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is just a blatant attack. It's just a blatant attack. Another, like, cancel Dave Chappelle 3.0 you know, they tried, they tried, man. They tried, um, because if I do recall also in their second, I think this was Dave canceled Dave Chappelle 2.0. I, I do believe that they tried, they, um, blackballed his movie, um, from showing in theaters. They refused to accept his film at, at one of these film festivals and all that stuff. Like, like, and they were all going to take his film, um, that he was pushing, but, yeah, when he did a special and that came out, oh, they tried to blackball him then. So, and look, that was like last year. Dave Chappelle, really, he's still rolling and got him on SNL. And and I will say this: I can't believe he said nigga. I can't believe, yeah, he said nigga on on SNL. That is dope. Okay, so yeah, yeah, man. Uh, 
Mm, this is a big nothing burger, okay? Big nothing burger here. Dave is just being great and being Dave. This shit is funny. I can't wait to watch the whole rest of the 15 minutes. Um, Shit, I got Peacock. I might as well watch the whole entire freaking episode since Dave Chappelle did it. So, yeah, I don't see the problem here. It's, it's just another weak, weak nothing burger, okay? This is nothing but a, a, another blatant attack. And because anti-Semitic... Uh, rhetoric canceling is hot right now they think they can get him with this one so but guess what it's not gonna work so yeah we know dave dave's not anti-semitic we know dave is not transphobic we know dave is not homophobic dave spell is 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 just great he's just one of our greats so moving on from that oh funny enough yo ice tea <laughs> Because I also saw that Ice T is is being threatened to be canceled also on um on these uh I guess internet people saying that he's gonna get canceled or whatever. Yo, Ice T had the funniest response that was hilarious and made me laugh my ass off. Um I think he said that um yeah, like these, yeah, they said that they're trying to cancel me because I made an appearance with Dave Chappelle on SNL. These motherfuckers have been trying to cancel me for the last 30 years. <laughs> or these motherfuckers don't understand that they tried to cancel. They've been trying to cancel me for the last 30 years. It's just like, bro, fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck cancel culture. Seriously. Nobody gives a fuck about y'all. Nobody's scared of y'all. Nobody's scared of cancel culture anymore, bro. Like, yeah, you had you had people scared for for a little bit, a good couple years or you know three years, but now it's like, bro, we laughing at y'all. Fuck you, you sit you overly sensitive little pussies. Fuck y'all, yo, y'all tripping for nothing. All these little cancel movements, that that shit done, man. Unless it's really warranted, but all of these really weak, these weak cases that y'all trying to make to cancel people. Ah, uh, that's dead. It's over, man. Fuck cancel culture. You know, that that's what I got to say right there. But uh, let's see here. Let's see here. What else is on the docket today? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Nick Cannon. I saw something about Nick Cannon. Um, Nick Cannon revealed how much he spends on child support. Damn. Okay. Uh, Nick Cannon. Yeah. Nick. Yo, doesn't Nick Cannon have like a fucking football team of of kids? Like, isn't he on like his twelfth kid? I think. Right. Like twelve. That's crazy. Yo, I got one and I'm losing my mind. I don't understand how he is okay with having twelve kids. But yo, man, my guy said, "Hey, man, I'm shooting the club up as much as possible." All right. I am spreading my oats, all right? I am trying to have my own personal basketball team, all right? I'm trying to have my own personal football team, okay? This guy got 12 kids. That's crazy, man. But um, he did say that, uh, I think it's the son, he was doing an interview, and the son said that he has, like, what? He's paying, like, what, around $3 million a year? which is crazy. It's playing like 3 million a year for um 
his kids. And then, yeah, he said, yo, hey, man, that's not even it. I'm paying like way more than that annually for my kids. Okay. Which I can believe him because 12 kids. Oh, this best believe this nigga is definitely paying way more than $3 million. I know it's upwards to like eight, 10 million. Okay. It, it, I'm, I know it's in that area code of God damn, man. I can't imagine spending that much money every year. That's insane amounts of money, man. But, um, yeah, man, don't don't be people be trying to like come at Nick Cannon for having all these kids and stuff like that and stuff and people having a negative view of that. And um yeah, what I've seen Nick Cannon is pretty pretty active with his kids. So and he claim you know, he says that, yeah, I'm I'm in my kids' life. I do what I need to do and things like that. So it was like, yo, what's the problem? I don't, I don't know I don't know why people is tripping, but goddamn, man. Holy shit, 12 kids. That's that's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's not much to really talk about. Uh let's see, let's see here. What else here? No, 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 that's really nothing much. Man, that was a quick hour. Quick hour. Usually we kind of around the uh hour and a half mark. Um But I guess this time around, we are hmm, not really not really uh filling out but anyway though i guess that's it man i guess that's it um yeah hope you guys enjoyed the episode this was episode 17 of versus unlimited i hope that you guys have a great rest of your week um and i will see you guys on episode 18 on friday like i say we're doing two of these now two dose dose two a week so hey man I'll catch you guys on the next one. And amen. I'm out.